Whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a staycation, Macy's has everything you need. Summer's almost here, and I'm so excited to take a trip with Bryn. We are planning it right now. We are heading to Macy's before we pack to grab new shoes we can wear all day with anything. I'm excited to lay in the sun with key pieces from Macy's, like my new Dolce Vita sandals and Levi's skirt. I am ready to relax and look and feel amazing. Oh, how good that sounds. Of course, I can't forget a new beach bag. I have been eyeing the collection of beach bags from Macy's, and I can't wait for you to see what I choose. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. I was at um, a restaurant that is like an amazing restaurant and super respected and everyone was talking about it and it's like, the greatest restaurant and it's the best restaurant and it's impossible to get a reservation and it's two years from Thursday. We made a reservation pre-pandemic to go now, hoping there'd be no pandemic, you know, post-PPE scandal that I went through, you know, just like we planned four years ago to, for this reservation. So we sat down and... Um, we ordered different types of food. And I came, I grew up in the time, back in my day, we got the food together. Like sushi doesn't count necessarily because you get rolls at a time. But back in my day, my generation, if two people ordered an appetizer, that came at the same time. And if you ordered an entree, that that came at the same time. Unless it's family style and it's coming for everybody. And then they've asked you if you've dined with them before and gave you the whole thing. So um, I got like three different things before Paul got his cheeseburger. I literally got a pasta, I got a starter, I got shishito peppers, like a whole bunch of things. And I felt sort of selfish. Like I felt like I was pleasuring myself in bed before even thinking about Paul. So he got his later. His was really taking a long time. I guess it's a different person doing it. It's a different process. So I said, hey, you know, do you know where his his burger is? And I said, um, things come out when they're ready here. Like, so I don't, okay, you could get your creme brulee dessert when I get my appetizer shrimp cocktail. That's just another thing that we're doing now. So that's, you know, part of pass ag dining in 2021 is, mm, yeah, no, we do things differently here. We do it differently here. We Food comes out as we decide or as we're ready and we don't straw, we sip cup. 2021, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, usually I throw to the audience and I will do that today, but you may come here with a straight jacket and take me away for this ridiculous rant. So it's whatever you want to talk about, whatever you want to say, whatever you think, if you understand what I'm talking about. But I just want to know, A, are straws canceled altogether? And B, is getting food at the same time as the other person you're dining with also canceled? Is that over too? 
My guest today is my friend Anastasia, founder and CEO of Anastasia Beverly Hills. She runs a true beauty empire. Her story is incredible. She immigrated from Romania and started her business in a small one-room salon. It was above the salon, actually. People would line up and wait three hours just in hopes of a cancellation so they could have their eyebrows done by her. Anastasia's commitment to her craft and her business is a true lesson in learning to do one thing better than anyone and growing from there. And she created a category. She basically created the eyebrow category. Anastasia talks to us about being the first major beauty brand to join Instagram and creating an organic relationship with her customers, as well as the moment she told her husband that she didn't leave her family in Romania to settle. And she was committed to her dream. Her passion is amazing. I was a customer of hers and became a friend. And now I can't wait for you to hear about my amazing friend's journey. Nobody listening knows that we've known each other since... We know each other for... A thousand years. But but literally, when we were both broke. Oh, completely. Were you broke like I was really broke? Were you broke broke? I'm not that broke, but um, I was building the salon. I remember when I opened the salon in uh, on uh, Bedford Drive in 1997, and um, you came to me, and I wanted to have a little party. You came to me like, you have to let me do your party because I'm so broke. I, I need money, and I need to we'll have some... Uh, cookies and some appetizer and drinks, but you need to to give me this party. You you are not party planner, and there were so many other of my clients. They were in the business. I'm like, no, we 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 need to give <laughs> Bethany um, the the right <laughs> of first refusal because you you needed to build your business. I mean, you were such a hustler. Stop. I swear. Oh, my God. But I knew you from the salon that was above Juan Juan salon. When was that? Yes, that was in 1992. It's when I moved to L.A. I literally was there from the beginning of your career and vice versa. This is crazy. Yes, you were. You were the first one and among other people that helped me and supported me. And um, that's why I love you forever. I love you forever used to. Okay, so we're going to get to everything. But uh, Anastasia, I heard from somebody that she did great eyebrows, but there was not a thing as doing great eyebrows. Like that wasn't a thing. Now it's a thing. The pencils, the people, this was not a thing. So I was like, wait, I didn't even know that was a thing. Don't forget I was broke, but my friend Drew used to go there and Michelle and and I said, okay, I'm going to go. And you used to give me a deal. I don't remember. Probably was like $60 when we started out and used to give it to me for less. God only knows. But you would come out and your eyebrows would look different. Like you wouldn't even have known that you needed to deal with your eyebrows. And she was an eyebrow doctor, like fill it in, thin it out, let them grow. Then we'll do this. I mean, it was a whole thing. So, but you guys, this was literally a small, nothing off, like four walls and a table and her and her, you don't understand what this is. This, I have a success story, but not even close to what we're about to talk about. Like this is another level. This is another level, even from where I came from to where I am, from where you came from to where you are. We're talking about four walls and a woman and that's it. Like, so where exactly did you grow up and how did you grow up? What was the, what were the financial circumstances in your house and what was the attitude towards work and success and paying bills and like what you, you thought success was if you even thought about it what was that like well that that's a very good question because if I look back in my life and my career I think that my childhood was probably the foundation of uh, what I was able to build Um, so my grandparents uh, they were from Macedonia they in 1939 they emigrated in Romania uh, because Romanian government promised them that they could go to Romania, buy land, open businesses, buy properties. Romania at that time was like Bucharest, the capital used to be called the Little Paris. It was a beautiful country, very, very rich. Uh, the economy was great. Uh, they had uh, natural resources. 
So um, they decide to go there. Some of their family in Macedonia went to Chicago and they decided to move to Romania. So my grandfather from my mother's side uh, was absolutely an incredible man that uh, during my childhood, I think he was a mentor and a man that even today I look back and I think, wow, he was, he, he left such a, an incredible impression in my, who I am today um, because of his, um, uh, his intelligence, his uh, uh, value of family and life and his work ethic. Um, so he moved there and uh, they had a lot of land. They had several properties. And uh, in 1950, beginning of 1950, uh, the communist regime kind of started flourishing and they were not allowed to have people working the land and for them. So they start, the kids could, because they were the rich uh, family, they were not able to, uh, they were not allowed to go to school. So my mother, they couldn't, they lost the land to make the story short. They lost homes. They were able to keep only one house. And um, the kids could not go to school anymore. So my mother, I think she was 16, and um, she um, started going to one of her neighbor that was a seams dresser. She started loving doing that, and she learned, and she started um, making clothes for all the, um, the wives uh, that they had uh, their husbands in the army. Um, so slowly, my mother married my father, and they moved to another city, and they both opened um, a tailor shop. Uh, my mother, I think, was a very ambitious person. She was the one that kind of run the business. She was an mm -hmm. incredible marketer, an incredible businesswoman that um, not only she worked so many hours, so long hours, and she was so good at it, but I think she was, um, she was able to promote herself. And we were able to grow up. I mean, I was growing up in, in a period in Romania in the 70s where it was very difficult uh, to live there and you couldn't find food. You couldn't have, you know, she was able to um, make clothes for women. Um, and, and what I admire her, and I remember being little and telling her like, mom, you, you work so hard. All these clients are like, as a kid, I thought they were annoying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, how, why, why you work so hard? And she looked at me and she said, I love what I do. And I love to make women feel good look pretty. Um, she really loved her job. Um, of course, I couldn't understand, being 12 years old, yeah. it was kind of hard to understand that concept. Um, unfortunately, my father uh, that year passed away. Wow. She came to me and she said, um, we need to keep this business. You have to help me. I'm like, mom, I'm 12. I, I don't know anything <laughs> about business. Like, no, you are smart. I'm going to teach you and, and you will help me after school. So I used to do my, uh, my homework between sewing machines because she had like six, seven people working for her. And uh, she used to go to buy fabrics and all those things. And I used to help her overseeing the, her, her people. Uh, or if a client will come, like slowly... I used to help her with her clients um, because I was in art school and I was very good at drawing. I used to kind of draw designs for her mama, uh, for her clients. And I, I think she was the first one without even knowing that she introduced me to the golden ratio, the, the theory that um, I later on, I learned in art classes that Leonardo da Vinci studied the human body and how our body is in a great proportion, the golden ratio. And uh, my mother used to tell me like, oh, this client has smaller shoulder and bigger hips. We need to balance her body. So when you design, let's put some shoulder pads and 
and then the hips will not look bigger than the shoulder. So uh-huh. was a whole concept on, on how to make the client looking her best. And um, obviously, I, I left Romania in 1989 because um, I, not because I didn't. We had the beautiful home. We had um, more than every other people that they were around us. But what I couldn't take it anymore was um, the freedom. I wanted to be free. And I, since I was maybe 15, I wanted to come to America. Um, so it was absolutely difficult. wasn't easy. Uh, my husband was ship captain, so he was the only one allowed to, um, to leave the country. And he defected the ship in Italy, and we came. Um, he came here, and three years later, I I came here. So, and how old were you? Uh, I was thirty. Was not an easy. Uh, it was difficult, I have to say. Um, when he came here, he called me and he said, "Look, I think you should go to beauty school because you think I know how much you want to come to America, but it's not that easy. Don't speak the language." And will be very difficult for you to find the job. Uh, I still didn't want to believe in it, and I had this this fantasy in my head that I want to go to America. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went to beauty school because I was waiting for my passport anyway. I waited three years. Um, you went in Romania to beauty school. Yes, because I was okay. waiting for my passport I was my so husband get a skill yeah got it. smart okay so I got um, I went to beauty school there and uh, in 1989 I came here I didn't speak the language and I really realized that it's what much more difficult than I thought three months later I started working in a salon as a facialist a Romanian lady introduced me to the owner and I started working there and I worked there for a year and a half and I learned so much from those ladies. I really, really, um, I think was an absolute, I took my job, that job, the first job as an opportunity and a blessing for me that I was able to learn. I was like a sponge. I wanted to know everything those two incredible women were doing, how they- well, that's a good lesson for people. Just get in, get yeah. on the road. You may like, not even be on the right road. Just get on, get in the car, yes. turn the keys on and yes. go somewhere and learn something everywhere. No matter where you land, you're going to yeah. learn something. My colleagues used to say, oh, I, my, my, I, I'm, I have to come here from nine to six. I will not come one hour early or I will not stay one hour late. Me- I was like, whenever you want me, because there were clients that they wanted to come before nine and yep. stay later. Whenever you want me, I need the money. Please sign me in. Anything you want, ask me, I, I'm here. Or I will be around them cleaning their desk, their station, because not because I had to do that. Well, that wasn't in my job description. I get it. To learn. I wanted to know. I wanted to listen how they treat the clients. What I to me was a privilege that I was there to learn. What percentage of people do you think don't really work that hard? Based on all the people you've hired and employed and worked with, what percentage or what percentage of people do you think really work the way that you and I work? What percentage? Hard work. It's very hard to, to say that because I have some people that work really incredible hard. And I think I'm lucky enough to have a team that is very hardworking from older ladies to, or men to youngers. But to me, what I want to say is this, what you do from a very young age, you set yourself for the rest of your life. Everything you want to do. If you think, this is your job description and you are not going to do anything else than those five things. 20 years later, you will be exactly the same job. Exactly. If you go and get a job and you stretch and you will do 110% more than your job description was 20 years from now on, you will be way far away from you today. So it's, it's exactly what you set yourself 
for success or, and it's okay. I, I, I don't think everybody needs to be like me and you. I work like a crazy person. I, I know. But I wanted to be where I am today. I, mm-hmm. And it's okay to have a job nine to six and, and be a, have a balanced life. And it's okay with that, but it's up to you where you want to be. What do you want now and why, what makes you do this every day? So in 90, in 2018, I sold a portion of the company because I wanted uh, help with operation. I wanted to be a global company and I wanted to partner with somebody that has so much more experience in a, in a global expansion. Now, what, who did you do that? Who did you sell? TPG. Are you allowed to tell details? TPG, yeah, of who? course, it's public. So TPG, TPG okay. a wonderful company that will help me to grow um, the to be a global company. Uh, that didn't mean that I wanted to sell the company to sit home and um, do what I I don't know even. What I will do. Well, they wouldn't have bought it if you were going to sit home. Yeah. They would have bought it because they wanted you to. <laughs> exactly. They want. They needed you anyway. So, so that's, now that's, I think it's so much easier for me to work because I, I I need to focus only on growing the business. But do they give you control? Because most a lot of times when people sell a piece, are you? I, I'm not trying to pry. Are you allowed to talk about what percentage you sold and who has control and how that? It's works? a minority. It's a minority percentage. So obviously, I have. A lot of control. Oh, you have a lot of control. You sold the minority percentage. Okay. Yes. But, um, yes. but was that life-changing monetarily for you? Was that the difference between doing fine and, and through the Absolutely. Crazy? Oh, no question. Okay. About. For me, money, I don't do this for right. money. I, I like nice things. I'm not going to deny that. I work really hard for everything I've done. But that's not my motivation in life. I don't work because of the money I, or things or... Nobody successful on this podcast, and I'm talking about major billionaires, icons. Nobody does it for the money. Nobody, from Sheryl Sandberg to Wolfgang Puck, no Mark Cuban, Mm -hmm. nobody. The passion, 100, is the passion. That money couldn't drive you this far. Yes, no, no. If you do it for the money, you do it for the wrong reason. Right. Okay. So let's get granular now. So you are doing eyebrows uh, impeccably. You have a a slow and low cult-like following that's growing. And then I believe, like with Tori Burch, I believe Oprah was a big turning point for you, maybe. But but you moved to that other salon and that was sort of glamorous in Beverly Hills. And that's when I remember makeup coming into the mix. So can you tell us about the trajectory from when I was going up there sure. to the next salon and then what took off? What happened? Yeah. So um, to start from the salon that I worked in uh, 1990 to those ladies, it was called Giovanna Utah. I worked there for a year and a half and um, they didn't, I, I kind of, saw that void in the industry and nobody paid attention to eyebrows. And I, I said, look, I, I want to do eyebrows. I think it's, I remember my art teachers talking about how important eyebrows mm. are in the drawing, uh, in the art um, arena. Like he always said, if you want to draw a portrait, then you want to change an emotion. You change mm. the eyebrow shape. He was the one that introduced me to the Leonardo da Vinci theory that he applied in uh, his okay. work. Yes, the golden ratio. And I started going to the library and and um, kind of without even thinking, I started developing this technique on how to shape eyebrow according everybody's bone structure and natural shape. And it started with me because I had pencil thin round eyebrows in the 80s in Romania. That was mm-hmm. the fashion. Uh, my esthetician at that time was tweezing my eyebrows. It was very normal in Romania to get your eyebrow uh, shaped, uh, but uh, was no not a, a formula that will balance perfectly the face. So the owner didn't want me to do eyebrows, and I decided to rent a little room 
in uh, a Juan Juan salon. I rented that tiny little tiny. rooms and I start building my clientele. Everybody thought I was crazy. And I, and I used to tell my, um, my husband, I didn't come. I didn't left my family. I didn't go through so much to come here and just be an esthetician. I want to do a little mm-hmm. more because I know my potential. I want to, 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 I have a bigger dream. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of didn't believe in it, mm-hmm. but um, I didn't care. Seriously, I, I took I <laughs> took my chance. I rented a room at Juan Juan. I worked there from 92 to 94. In mm-hmm. 94, I was like my first article in Vogue magazine uh, in um, 1994 was like two pages by uh, this incredible writer, Marina Rust, that um, had an article about Kevin O'Quan making faces, that beautiful book. And um, he was regarded as one of the most incredible makeup artists that kind of revolutionized the makeup industry. And he was the one that talked about how important eyebrows is. And a few pages later was this article about Anastasia that is the best kept secret in. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position, warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, snag a job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com slash strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic. oracle.com slash strategic. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. It's lying dormant, waiting, and it could reactivate at any time. And while not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful, blistering rash that can last for weeks. Think you're not at risk for shingles? It's time to wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. If you're over 50, talk to your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. 
Hollywood among Hollywood movie stars. So I think that was the first step for me. Okay. And in 94 and by 96, it exploded. It went crazy. I would have you to, remember? I would go to the other, so yeah, you couldn't fit people in, but no matter what, yeah. you would take me to that fancy salon and you would put me in front of everybody because I was one of the first, this was like a fancy, fancy salon. You had made it and I would walk in and I was still broke then. I was still broke until the year, 20 years later, but I would still um, walk in and you would, you know, you had assistants and your daughter was working there. Oh no, I was booked uh, I will open my uh, my book only six months because I, I I will be booked on uh, for years. And those six months, I will work nonstop from eight nine o'clock in the morning until nine o'clock at night. And I will be booked every ten minutes. But you and, had to train other people, otherwise yeah, you couldn't train grow. other people. Yes. And um, what happened actually was that. If a client will not show up for her appointment, then I could will have a waiting list mm-hmm. of people that they will come and they will wait three hours. I yep. felt so bad, but I, you I, know, I, I had two hands. It was nothing I could do. Right. But I, I never, ever, ever to this day forget the people that supported me. Um, celebrities, but every day women actresses the begin you know the, how mm-hmm. many how many jennifer lopez was in 1992 she just was was just doing selena she was an yeah. upcoming actress and so loyal f- till this day so uh, oprah winfrey in, in 98 i was on her show it mm-hmm. we couldn't stop the phone ringing in the salon and still loyal till this day so I am so thankful for all the support that I got from people like you, my clients, my friends. I mean, we, we were friends. I mean, we yeah. used to go out. We, yes. This is how it was. Everybody was trying to be an actress, to be a businesswoman. To We all together. I, I think the, I miss those times. I, have I to- do too. We're all too serious. I yes. completely agree. We should miss. go out. Let's really make a plan and like do yeah. something stupid. Just laugh. Let's go out. Yes. <laughs> the craziest girls in the world. Yes. Oh we have God. to get together. Yes. Let's do that. I'm going to actually, let's just get together. Um, yeah. The question I have is is how many employees do you have now? But explain to the people listening, so how you did it. So you're in a salon. Now you have people working for you. Now you've got to manage other people and manage a business. You had the idea for makeup. Like this is before, this is also before makeup was what what it is. This was not all these Instagram influencers and makeup people are famous. Like makeup people weren't famous. No, So this is also something that you didn't. Yeah, exactly. The James Charles, all that stuff that the, you created this too. You will not open a magazine and read about a hairstylist or a makeup artist. No, 19- it was like chefs back then. Yeah, chefs were chefs. They not weren't that famous. Much. Yeah, 94. Right. Didn't uh, read. By 90, Allure magazine launched their magazine uh, early 90s. And they were the first one they start talking about beauty. And I remember this was a very pivotal time. I remember they called me in 94 or 93. And they said, um, we want to write an article about you. Can we ask one? Can you ask one of uh, your celebrity client for um, permission to put her name in uh, in the article? Because at that time, people didn't right. <laughs> use everything. And um, I asked her and um, I said, can I um, use your name? And like, well, you cannot say that you do my bikini wax. Because at that time, you don't read. Yeah. You didn't read in magazines all this crazy story. Okay? I know. People, and I built my client, uh, my clientele just caring for them. Uh, supporting them, and in the same time, looking up for them. Their reputation was very important for me. I will never sell a story to, do you remember Star Magazines and stuff like that? How They used to come there and like, can you tell us? Like, absolutely not. Like, I can't do that. Anyway, so um, when I, when she told me that I cannot, talk about the bikini, I thought, hmm, maybe I should focus only on eyebrows. 
because eyebrows, everybody will see it. You see mm-hmm. your mother, your sister, you, you could tell everyone. And it's something that a makeup artist will appreciate because it's so much easier to do makeup when the eyebrow is cleaned and shaped. So I start slowly focusing on eyebrows and um, I rented um, the space in Beverly Hills on Bedford Drive. It's still there, the salon, uh, to just to not talk too much about that. But the landlord didn't even want to rent me the space because he couldn't believe that eyebrow. I will be able to pay ah. for the eye for the uh, doing eyebrows. Um, so uh, they, I start doing eyebrows more and more. Uh, all the other girls used to do facial and body waxing, and to sh- after I would sh- wax the eyebrow, I would fill in eyebrow with some Vaseline mixed with eyeshadow and aloe vera. And that was a poem. I remember you it. Remember, it was very, it was very satisfying the way you would like yeah. wipe. I remember and it. And everyone yeah, yeah, yeah. will go home and they will take a shower and uh, we they will come back and say, "Hey, we want something because when I leave your space, my eyebrow looks amazing. But after I take my shower, what I'm going to do? Oh, it's so funny. So wow. I decide to in '97. I decide to start the make uh, this product line. I went to Italy and in 1990. I launched the, the line in uh, in Beverly Hills Salon. And I have to say that it was, I used to work there Tuesday through Saturday. Saturday after work, I would take my carry-on and I would go to Nordstrom's because we launched the, the brand in Nordstrom's. I remember. And that was around the Oprah era. Yes. That was about the, in I remember. 2000. And, um, and we, I used to go and Sunday and Monday, I used to promote uh, around the country, the service and the products. Uh, So basically I was working seven days a week, nonstop. Wow. Um, And I was, before I would go to this, uh, to the Nordstrom to do the event, I would be at six, seven o'clock in the morning doing the, the um, local news uh, TV you were hustling. Well, I was you were hustling, really, okay. interviews, TV, anything possible. I would because there was no social media. So this is how I built my, mm-hmm. my I get health, it. You know, I get and, it. And um in in 2007, we went to Cosmoprof in Las Vegas and Sephora buyers, they stopped by our booth and they loved it. Was kind of empty the the convention center and we were mobbed by people so we launched in 2007 in sephora stores it was a great success and then ulta and then we roll out every then the rest was history yes so it sounds like really this is a marriage of marketing and hard work but being very specific you did not come in with 10,000 different things with gimmicks you had one thing you did really well then there was a demand for the next thing so you gave them what they wanted but you basically listened to your audience about what they wanted which was the brow gel and then you blew up and then you took it to the next level with the big makeup line you didn't try to put 50 pounds of shit in a five pound bag no, I have to mention that when I launched the first time, I launched a full makeup line because nobody, no Mac, no Stila wanted to sell the makeup in. Oh, you store. had to do it because the retailer said we can't have they, one little wand sitting by itself. Yes. I experienced that a lot. They need you to have a line. Oh, so they made you sort of do it. No, no, they didn't. I wanted to do it for my store. Right. And uh, I launched the full makeup line in the 20 doors in Nordstrom. The problem was I didn't know that I had to pay for the makeup artists that are working uh, at the counter. So Mm -hmm. I kept only eyebrow products because I had the esthetician that they will, they were able to sell and do the service. Mm -hmm. That was the deal. And um, I pulled the makeup. So I lost a lot of money by doing that. Oh, but that's an interesting lesson. Yes, very good lesson. It's better to kind of study very well. I didn't know that I need to pay. So I I think everybody that gets into an, uh, any project or anything they want, do your homework. You know, I didn't do my homework. Do your homework, but you couldn't totally do your homework because if there were 20 different retailers or 20 different circumstances, they all wouldn't necessarily 
require the same thing. But what I heard that I've experienced too was you could have just jammed it through and then done yes. terribly because it wouldn't be executed properly. So instead of doing something shoddily or average, you said, I'm going to do this yeah. one thing because I know I can do it well. And I was yeah. asked to be in Whole Foods with these cookies years ago, but I knew I couldn't handle mm -hmm. the scale. And I knew that it yes. would crumble and something would go wrong and I'd have a bad yeah. reputation. So I too gave up that money just saying, I'd rather be able to do this right and yeah. put one foot in front of the other. So that's a good, I, I, I was going on HSN and five minutes before, like six months ago, I pulled launch of a line because it fit wrong. And I just said, this is, I'm not doing something yeah. wrong. You, yeah. You okay. So yeah. you have to always listen to your gut instinct. Yes. Because yes, monies are important to run a business, but not every deal will be good for you. So you need to, to really know when to say no. Well, that's protecting your brand and that's playing yes. chess and not checkers. I remember your daughter working for you and she was beautiful yes. and like a miniature you and she had her own sass and her own boyfriends and her own life and her own thing. And so does she still work for you? Oh, yes. She um, started working with me at the corporate office uh, and I wanted to make sure she understands the business. So she spent time in each department mm -hmm. just to make sure that she understands that department. So from uh, sales to uh, supply chain to uh, so many to product development to marketing to so um, she she spent a lot of time uh, in in mastering and understanding every side of the business and then um, in 2012 she came to me and she said well uh, I is this app and I think we should uh, we should open an account for Anastasia Beverly Hills there. Like, I don't like the Facebook. I'm not a big mm -hmm. fan. Um, I don't need to know when everybody goes every day to get their Starbucks I coffee. Now, it's not for me. It's like, no, mom, this is different. So I said, okay, let's try it. And we post uh, one video on how to do eyebrows with BrowWiz. And of course, we're like reading the comments. Right. So one of the comments was, oh, my God, I wish I would have this. This looks so amazing. I wish I, I could get this product. And I said, well, send me your address. I will, I will ship it to you. And said, well, you can because I'm in a little, uh, little uh, village in India or Pakistan. I don't mm -hmm. even remember. And it was like an aha moment for me to th th that I thought, wow, mm -hmm. this is a reach. I will never be able to reach this woman in uh, so far away. So this this is a gold mine. E-commerce. So, E-commerce. And not only Instagram. Mm -hmm. We start then putting more and more and educating about our products, the consumer. Um, and um, I think we're the, not I think, I know for a fact, we're the first uh, brand beauty brand that had the presence on Instagram wow. and uh, it was everything very organic. Um, and I think was easier for us to connect with those people, because as you know, in the salon, you have the customer, you need to find out what they like, what they don't like. So we took that experience, the salon experience, and we, we put it into the social media. And it's like your focus group. This is, this is you was getting... a focus group. So yes. what percentage of your business is e-commerce now? Like, and especially in the pandemic, like what, imagine if you did Well, in the that... pandemic was only- 100%. E of course. But uh, obviously, because we have 2,500 doors uh, in US, our business is more- in uh, brick and mortar uh, because makeup is about touching. Mm -hmm. You want to see the color. Uh, reorders are much more online. So or you are familiar with this product, you tried it and you want to order. Um, but um, uh, I think I'm, I'm really excited and, and very proud uh, for what we built 
And again, with the desire that, um, and this is how I train my daughter, we need to give the best of the best, the best product, the best quality. Um, we need to search. I'm still approving, me and my daughter, we're still approving every batch of the product. Amazing. And what do you, what do you think you gave up as a parent? A lot of mothers feel guilty and trying oh, to divide yeah. their time and the balance. And, do, you know, how did you reconcile that? How did you reconcile that with her when you were telling a story earlier about your mother and you being 12 in between the sewing machines? It's funny because today my daughter and I were going to a bat mitzvah on Saturday. And, you know, she doesn't have crazy dresses and she's not spoiled at all. Like we do experiences, mm-hmm. really. So, um, Today I took her shopping. I went into Bloomingdale's. There was absolutely not one dress there. So I took her to Zara. We found her a dress, but it was on 60th and Lexington. I never go up there. I used to live on 62nd and 1st in a studio apartment. And it was weird to walk into Bloomingdale's. And I said to her, I used to come here. I haven't been to a department store in years. I used to come here. This is where I used to come to get, to buy one mascara to get my free makeup done if I ever had to go to an event or later when I had to do press and I was broke. And she said, really, mama? Because she sees makeup people come in here all the time. People come to do my Uh manicure, pedicure. She's used to just people coming to give me a COVID test. I said, I could not afford to get my makeup done. And then I was like, I couldn't, I remember not being able to afford a taxi or able to really get lunch or go out to dinner. And she was like, Mama, I'm so proud of you. And she says that to me because it's just so crazy to me that I can walk her into Zara and just buy a dress and just, you know, buy any makeup I want, buy any bag I want or get anything. And it was interesting. So I'm asking about you as a mother. You definitely, if you were working seven days a week, you definitely sacrificed a lot. You brought her into it. So how does all that, how do you reconcile? How do you balance that? What's your answer to that? Well, that's a good question because the reason I uh, took her to work with me was because I felt so guilty Mm because she always complained. You could never. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs on demand, temp to hire, part time or full time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Never come to school to my play. You are never, you work nonstop. I, you work, you are obsessed with work. You're like, and she slowly, she started working part-time for me. And then. At what age? I feel like 16 uh, or 15. I remember 16, she was there. 15, okay. 15, yeah. yeah. And um, she started um, uh, as well, kind of slowly, kind of liking. And she will make extra money, obviously, because mm-hmm. I never spoil her with anything. And she kind of, I, many people are asking me like, wow, you're so lucky that your daughter wanted to work with, with you. And I said, you know what? I mastered to not ask her. I let her ask me if I, she wants to work with me because um, she wanted money. I never gave her money, extra money. Um, she needed to pay for her apartment. I like you, you need to get the job. I'm not paying for you. The only thing I'm going to pay for your car, because I wanted to make sure she has a good car, mm-hmm. safe car, your insurance, and you need to eat healthy. I will pay. For I remember that you used to have food delivered to her apartment. I can't believe I just, yes. I remember you said that. That's so crazy. Yeah. You would make sure there was good food in her apartment. That's so weird that I yes. remember that. Okay. Yeah, because when you are young, you, if you work out and you are in a good health, you could spend $50 for a pair of jeans and a t-shirt mm-hmm. and you look a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you get older, you you could spend uh, money on clothes. When you are younger, you just need to eat healthy and work out. So slowly she started working with me and I started giving her project just to make her understand and proud that she started something and she made it successful. And uh, this is what kind of developed, uh, gave her the opportunity to develop this passion, this purpose in life. She loves it. Oh, no, my daughter is a workaholic. What is she, what is her title? So she's president, very well uh, earned president of Anastasia Beverly Hills. Unbelievable. She does creative control, all the, um, the videos. Uh, they, we have a studio and she's in charge of all those guys. Um, creative um, for all the um, the content that we have for social media and for everything else. Um, and she makes the makeup products. I do the eyebrow products. So she's working a lot. That sounds Together. crazy. Yes, and she has her yes. own family or no? She has a boyfriend, but no, she doesn't have kids yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. So how many employees do you have now? Well, I think now we have around 300, 200 and That's something. Lean. Because of uh, the pandemic, the all the field team uh, couldn't go in the store for a year and a half. So, And you we, still love it? Oh, I love every minute. Ah, and what's the dream now? What are the goals now? What is what is the, the what is the point? Well, now at this point, we are in the recovery mood, obviously, like mm-hmm. everybody else. And we want to, we started, when the pandemic started, we wanted to develop, uh, to expand in Asia a lot. Uh, And we just launched in Korea and uh, China only cross-border because we are, we don't do animal testing. And uh, in China, you, they just started to accept no animal testing, but it's a, it's a very long process. Um, and, uh, we want to expand, uh, globally everywhere with a product line. So you, so it's obvious that you don't want to get off the ride. You love the ride. You, you, this is who you are. You, this is, defi- this, this defines you in a way. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, my, my concept, when I hear people asking me like, oh, when are you going to retire? Well, my concept of retirement is working five, six days a week, eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a start. retirement plan. And what about how do you find and manage good people? What is your strategy for that? What is your culture? Because it's not easy. It's not easy, but I think uh, because me and my daughter, we are so involved. We are we work so hard. So we, we are so part of this brand that I think people that love to to see us so passionate about, I think it's, it's contagious, you know? So it's inspiring. You're inspiring, inspiring them. And inspiring. Want- Everybody wants to be 
one day Anastasia and why mm-hmm. not? I think the best way to become somebody that you want is just work for somebody that you could get there, learn what they are doing, what they are doing good, what they are doing wrong. Loyal and hard work is the whole thing because recently there was someone who was working in one area and it just, they were with me all the time and on photo shoots and it just wasn't working. You could tell it wasn't for their personality. You could tell the game was moving too fast and they were getting swallowed up. And so they weren't doing a great job and they were feeling bad about themselves and we were going to let them go and they were going to quit. And all of a sudden I woke up in the middle of the night and I said, it's just a puzzle piece that's being put in the wrong piece, like piece hole. Like this person is kind and smart and loving and good with people, but not at this pace needs to be over here working on their own thing. And it made me realize it was a big learning experience recently that if someone's in the right place and in their right lane, they can fly. And so sometimes if someone's, if someone seems like a good person that's loyal, but they're not working, maybe you need to move them somewhere else. I agree with you. Uh, to me, the, the same standard. I think with hard work, it's always you choose that person much faster and, and over somebody that is uh, super smart. Right. Not this person's smart, but I know what you mean. Like it doesn't have to be a hot shot. You know, it's got to yeah. be someone who just is loyal and yes. hard work because you can loyal. teach. Yes. Exactly. So what about relationships? What about, can it can it fit? Can you, can you be tan and thin and wealthy and smart and successful and busy and also be in a successful relationship? Can you manage all that and be a good parent and a good person? Can you manage all this? Um, I think in my early career, I couldn't manage my personal life because I was working too much and my work was a priority. Obviously, I got a divorce and I was dating, but I never put that person in front of my work. Um, I'm, I'm dating right now. I'm, I'm happy. But now I know how to balance much better my life. But uh, of course, my work is, even if we go on vacation, I have to do something that, for my work as well. So you don't have regrets. Like people think about how hard they're going to work and how they're going to balance and if they're going to be a mother. You don't have regrets. You always were very clear in your path and your what, defining Very yourself. clear, very clear. I admire women that are able to do both, be very successful in business and have incredible relationship, family, but I couldn't do it. I understand. I, I, I really understand it. It's It's got to be something intentional and it's a discipline and you have to really work on it and decide, like yeah. that puzzle piece, how you yeah. can find a person that fits properly into the puzzle piece. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, what has been just in your career, this is not yeah. um, in your personal life, although they might be the same, your rose and your thorn, the, the high point and the low point of your business and your career. Oh, actually, I have another question after that. Sorry. For the highs, I'm still working on. I'm still not complete yet. Um, so, I mean, one of the highest probably was to be on Oprah show and, and being mm-hmm. so supported by her. Uh, second, I think I was invited uh, at the White House and for a <gasps> Christmas, for actually a few Christmas parties. And wow. I was under the seal, you know, in the in the White House. And um, I asked for a picture. I like, I have to take this pictures because this is American dream. American dream. Amazing. Oh, yeah. wow. That's amazing. Okay. And then Thorn. Oh, so many. <laughs> I think I learn much more from my mistakes than from my Same. successes. But I'm okay. You know what? I think it's okay to do mistakes as long as you don't do them twice. Mm-hmm. And I, I And I tell my employees the same. It's like, it's okay to do mistakes. Accept them. Put them on the table. We could fix them faster if you tell me at the beginning. Yes. Do not keep doing the same mistake. Well, Ellen said to me, you will keep making the same mistake until you learn the lesson. She said that years ago. So and then the last question, because I didn't ask it before. uh, What percentage do you consider yourself lucky and what percentage smart? Um, I, you know, the harder I work, the luckiest I get. Mm -hmm. I think um, I think I was very, very good on on. 
I'm a very good strategist. Mm-hmm. I understand my business. I, I, before I will do anything, I need to study very well mm. what I'm going to do. Um, and, um, I, I feel like I, I go for my intuition most of the time, but, okay. uh, I mean, I think I'm, I'm smart and I lucky. I mean, I think you have to be in the right place for the right opportunities, but you need to be prepared to take that opportunity Exactly. because I am sure there are so many opportunities. If you are not ready, you cannot grab it mm-hmm. or you are afraid mm-hmm. or I think has to do with you as a person. Yeah. You know, I came here in America and I thought like, Oh my God, I could have so many jobs. I could work so many hours. I felt so lucky where somebody yes. will think, Oh, I don't want to work that much. You know what I mean? So yeah, you wanted it. You take it seriously. It's hard to even say the word luck yes. because to this day you work so hard. You work yes. like you're poor. Yeah, I get it. I really do. I work so hard too. I, and it's no, a good I feeling. It. Like it can be stressful, but there are days when you're just like, that was a productive day. Like when you feel like mm-hmm. it's, you're just lining them up, you know, and then everybody yeah. get out and you can lay down. It's a great feeling. So hard work when when working smart feels very satisfying when working, yes. like if someone goes to the gym and they don't know what they're doing and they're just sitting there and they're not seeing results, it must be very frustrating. But when you're working smart, it's a very yeah. good, satisfying very. feeling. Very. Wow. Oh my God. I, can you even believe I, I just, this journey together and just checking no. in with you every couple of years. Yes. Is so gratifying. I'm so grateful you've done this. This has been my favorite thing by far of everything I've ever done because it's so connecting. Like I've known you for years, but I don't know half no. of this. But how proud I am of you. I, I remember you were young and struggling. You were a hustler, by the way. I mean, do you remember when you used to tell mm. Pashmina? You're bringing me to tears. <laughs> yep, all of it. Yes, anything. Pashminas, anything. cookies. I wanted yeah. it. I wanted One. it. I didn't know yeah. what it was, but and, I and wanted okay. it. Yeah, this I, is how it is. You have to try different things and see what uh, will end up working for you. True. You brought me to tears. Yes. It's uh, amazing to good check back. And I want us all to get together. Yes. It would be really fun. So I'm going to tell you when I'm coming to LA 1000%. My assistant's sitting here. Remind sure. me that we're, I'm going to make a plan with Anastasia. I'm going to have a big fancy dinner yeah. at your house and I can't uh, wait. Me too. Amazing. Thank you. Thank Anastasia. you so much, Bethany. And again, you deserve it all. Congratulations. You deserve it. Well, thank you so much. Bye, sweetheart. Bye, babe. Oh my God, you know, to talk to someone who really knew you back when and vice versa, it's surreal. We both really did not know what the heck was going to happen. And we really through sheer force of will and hard work and passion and connecting and just good enough, never being good enough, both of us created a success. She's extraordinary. I mean, it's another level. It's another level. And even her work level is another level than mine. It's just another level. But that was inspiring. That was amazing. And 90% of what we talked about, I didn't know all that. That just shows you how our relationships are somewhat superficial. I know Anastasia, and we've spoken about my relationship, her relationship. But, you know, when you normally speak to someone getting your eyebrows done, you're not asking them, like, how you grew up, what was like in your household. It's just weird. So we're just getting such inside information that will give you this whole puzzle to figure out how to create your own success and forge your own path. So that's what I love the most. I'm learning so much with you. I'm listening to these conversations with you. I'm reinforcing the choices I'm making in my life as a business person, as a woman, as a mother. So this is the most great job I've ever had. I'm so thrilled and I'm so glad you're here. And please remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It's helpful. This show is growing. It's just amazing. We're going to launch other shows because of it. So I appreciate you and I hope you're learning as much as I am and enjoying it. Thank you. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. So Puerto Rico is a beautiful place. It's a lush island. It's great for surfing. It's got a culture. Like you feel like you've really gone somewhere far and you don't need a passport, which honestly I do really enjoy. It's a beautiful island. The people are amazing. The food is amazing. The water, the beaches, the vibe. It's a great place. It really is. In Puerto Rico, you'll taste the influence of Spanish, African, and native Taino traditions, sometimes all in the same dish. Puerto Rican chefs and restaurants put their passion into every bite. Puerto Rico is an excellent destination for food, which may not be a well-known fact. Whether it's a five-star restaurant or local favorite spot, no one does food like Puerto Rico. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com.